All right. Let's just go into it. Okay. I'm tired today. Uh, What'd you do? Nothing today, but yesterday was a long day. Worked and then saw your comedy show and then you were supposed to come get shawarma with us and you didn't make it. No, one of our biggest fans Mm -hmm. of the show, Kari Bell, shout out to you. The one with the running. Uh, Biking. Biking, that's what it was. Um, But also you didn't even fucking reply to like my text after because you were like oh let me know where you guys end up and i was like we're at alibaba's and i literally nothing no for when like i fucking hours no when i texted you when I, that was when i left you were just talking to her in the yeah. comedy bar lobby for that long yeah is I'm, she from new brunswick no i went to dowel with her that's what it was okay the audience is not gonna find this interesting no, except this whole, this whole episode won't be that interesting but don't do you're don't it, do that. It's going to be a short one today. <laughs> it's going to be like a fucking 55 Stop minute Stop acting episode. like this is some sort of like... It's like a job for job me. Job for it you. Is. Oh, it's like such you a know, hassle. You know, you can't be on all the fucking time, We haven't Robin. done this in a week, motherfucker. Yeah, but I don't like this weather we got right now. It's like 30 degrees outside. <sighs> I was going to go to groceries later, but I was like, no, it's just not worth it right now. Honestly, I have no sympathy for you at all. Why? Why? Because you're, like, being such a baby. Well, this baby is ready to play. <laughs> um, you you told me, you said something last night that you were going to tell me in the podcast. Um, I was walking home last night after I left you, and uh, I saw a guy on a bike stopped in an intersection absolutely tripping balls. Like, like drunk? Or, like, no, could like, you tell they were, like, high? Like, like on some sort of opioid on some sort of like shrooms mm-hmm. or acid or something i mean it was a tuesday i mean yeah it's, it's the summer there's no rules but he was like he was stopped and like in at a stop sign in the middle of the street and like cars were stopping it was a four-way stop and he would just like he would like tell them to go and then he would like grab something up above his like it was totally it was nuts like, like spastic like yeah. freaking out and stuff I've you should have ran up to like him been like life. I'm the devil motherfucker <laughs> give me Move your, your wallet yeah. you know that would have been cool um, I had a similar story not very but also a story mm-hmm. um, after Alibaba's which was also uh, Falafel Tuesday damn two for one Falafel bro two for one yeah uh, I went with Hoff and we hyped up the falafel. He ended up getting a fucking chicken shawarma, like a little biatch. Typical. Um, and that's where we came up with a really good podcast idea that... Oh, right. Oh, I'll, it's a podcast? I'll tell you tomorrow, because we're going to have Hoffman on probably, because guess what? He's back in Toronto for some fucking reason. We can't reason. have Hoffman on again. No, because we're doing like three episodes in a row, and I'll be honest, like I don't have enough material to last like three hours. Can we get over someone else days. on here? I mean, I love Hoffman, but the audience must be tired of him. Nah, who gives a fuck what the audience <laughs> thinks? I like him. This is my show. I'll have who I want to have on. Oh, it's your show. Yeah. Oh, is it? Whose apartment are we in right now, bitch? <laughs> whose Look name, around. Whose name comes first? It's a power move. It just makes good sense. So I was getting my bike. Um, and I was, my locks being like super stupid right now. So like I was you fidgeting need lube with like it. I had. Maybe. Is it like you, the U-lock? It's like when I click it in, it won't twist to lock it. Yeah. It's, it, it's got like, when it rains and stuff, minerals build up in it. Oh. And you need, know you were a geologist. Well, I went to Mech and the boys hooked me up. Oh, really? Yeah. They told me all about it. Bring your lube next time. You got it, Do you baby. have any left? 
Yeah, I got a bunch. You okay, know, it only sweet. takes a drop. Why do they sell you so much then? It's they bullshit. Just, it is a little bottle. You, it doesn't go bad. Lube goes bad. Well, not this kind of lube. Um, so I was trying to lock my bike up and I heard like a guy with like a shopping cart rattling mm-hmm. and it was coming towards me and it was like 11 o'clock at night or something, 1130. <laughs> the witching hour. Yeah, right? And I was like, oh, I really hope this guy doesn't stop and like try and like, you know. Start some shit. Yeah, just any like, you know, asking for money, that's fine. Like, I'll be like, I don't have any, you know. It's more so that when people are like, hey, what are you doing there? You know, I'm like, eh. You handsome boy. Yeah, you can't just say, I don't have any change, you know. It's like, <laughs> you're in a fucking movement now. Mm. So, I was like, oh. And then the shopping cart came behind me and then passed. And I looked up and a man was just pushing his groceries home in a shopping cart. <laughs> It was fucking weird. It was like 11 p.m. at night, and he had like a no-frill shopping cart full of bags of groceries, just pushing them home, I guess. That's sound, you know, if you don't have a car, you make do. Would you date someone who had a shopping cart on their lawn? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> who are we fucking kidding here? Just hung out all day, uh, ate a bunch of dirty burgers, and smoked about a fucking pound of weed, and played a bunch of video games. Weed is tight. Weed is tight. That's awesome. That's awesome. Weed is awesome. No, we have a purpose here. Bad Vice is a podcast between you and me and me and you, where we take some of the internet's greatest advice columns and we read them. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. I think that's factual. <laughs> Thank you. I think that's accurate. Um yeah. Accurate. I got some uh I got some leftovers from last week that I didn't say on the air because oh, I was like sloppy seconds, seconds. bro. It's not even used. It's just like sitting in my inbox and, you know, I I put the time into finding them. So fuck it. I'm going to read them. Okay. Yeah, baby. Do it. We, we always say we want to do like thematic episodes, but that shit's too hard to find. You know, I don't think it would be. I'd also don't think we always say that, but that's cool. Mm, Do you say it in your mind? I say it on the podcast. Well, what's the next thematic one that we can do then? What's coming up? Um, Labor Day. Let's do one about unions. Unions and giving birth. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that there's got to be a bajillion about birth uh, and unions. We call it, we can call it people who get fucked because that's all unions and people giving birth are. You know. Wow. From one way or another. Told you it's gonna be a slow episode this week, boys. <sighs> I had no idea. Um, what are we at? Six think- minutes only. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, dude. <laughs> Would it be, like, pathetic if we just uploaded, like, 10 minutes and call it a fucking Why day? Why are you so anti-bad? Literally, bad advice is all you have to live for. Two more times this week. Oh, who cares? It's just me and you sitting down talking. That, I know. That's why I fucking <laughs> care. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. I walked right into that. Buck 40 last week. Mm-mm. It was Mm-mm. incredible. It was magic. Yeah, it was a good episode. Yeah. Um, You're such a little whiny bitch right now. You got any musings? Yeah, I do. Um, what you got? There's this, again, back to the co-working space, but it's where I spend most of my time. You called it your office the other day, and I don't call it your office. Okay. <laughs> my little space. An office means like, you know, you got your little name on a name tag, <laughs> pencil it? holder full of pens. It's just easier to say than my co-working space. And That's a true. lot of people don't know what that is, really, like older Well, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should teach them, you know? Spread I'll be the like, word. I'll be like, Gorian, I'll be like, Google it, bitch. 
Yeah, that's true too. People should <laughs> learn from them fucking selves. We were mismatching your socks today, bro. I always am. Jesus. Look at that tan line. It's nice, huh? Mm, I'm not a fan line. <laughs> um, my music. Can we get back to right. me? Right. Um, so this fellow at my co-working space wears... Um, only when he goes outside. When he comes inside, he takes it off. But when he prepares to go outside... A cock ring. Perhaps. Not that I know of. True. But it doesn't mean it's not true. Um, a winter scarf. Oh, you... I didn't know that Johnny Depp worked at your uh, yeah, he, co-working space. he also wears a fedora. <laughs> but I was going to leave that out. But then you made the Johnny Depp reference. He but, wears a fedora in real life? This guy? Yes. Holy shit. That's yeah. quality. He like... <sighs> He he wears like a t-shirt and jeans. And he looks very normal. Yeah, until he and gets then, the neck up. And then he gets ready to go, and he mm. outside. So it's air conditioned inside. That's it's true. Much cooler, but he doesn't wear it inside. Huh. He puts it on to go out in the forty degree humidity. What kind of sweat? What kind of um scarf is it? Is it like an infinity scarf or like those like super thin like? Oh, he sometimes wears an infinity scarf. Like not like a fucking pashmina. grandma's knit. No. You no, know. sometimes it's like knit, but it's oh. like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Je ne comprends pas. It's one of those things that like, I don't know, people wear beanies in the summertime. <sighs> Strange, all right? Also, I find that the fedora is just as expensive as having like a t-shirt on in public that says fuck on it. I hate fedoras, but it's my, it's also like. I've said it on this it's your show kryptonite. before. It's it my, hurts you, but you love it. It's my favorite Chelsea Pretty joke. It's true. Um, my brother wears t-shirts that say fuck in public. He also wears fedoras. He does wear fedoras. Yeah, so he can go fuck himself. That's true. He's wearing... You know what, though? The fedora and the fuck shirt cancel each other out, making him just a regular average Joe. No, it makes him super douche. <laughs> like, beyond. <laughs> oh, mercy. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I saw a couple of fedoras at the show last night, too. That's what got me thinking about it. Comedy clubs are just chock full of fedoras. <laughs> as far as the eye can see. <laughs> what is, I mean, like... I think it's like a... It's like, a, I have a small dick, so I'm going to wear this hat. It's not, though, because I think it's guys <laughs> being like, oh, they wore hats in the 50s, you know? Like, these are the same people it's, that wear, like, oversized suits and shit like that. It's, like, people who want to have a sense of style and think they have a sense of style, but they really have no idea. If you are wearing a fedora, mail your fedora into Robin right now. Do it. Um, With a dick pic attached. All right, I got some, I got a musing or two. I can't wait. <laughs> I got Hoffman's podcast right here, which is, uh, it's gonna be a good one. Um, oh, here was one that just pissed me off. Um... So I was on set for a couple of days and we had like a 5 a.m. start time. Yeah. And we got a cab that would pick us up and then drive us to the location. And I was like uh, carpooling with another guy that lived close by downtown. And at 5.30 a.m. we get in the cab and I'm like closing my eyes because it's like a little half hour ride. Mm-hmm. And the guy just starts asking me questions, you know. <laughs> hey, you know, what, what school did you go to? Did you do this full time? And I'm just trying to get a little shut eye. The 5.30 a.m. chat, you can't do you it. You can't do it. I was it's exhausted. Rude. It's it, rude as hell. It is a little rude, you know, especially yeah. that early in the especially morning. Especially on your way to work. It's not like you're on, like, on your way to a cruise ship. We were on Avenue when he started asking questions. Mm-hmm. Like, right after we pearled off uh, Conningham. It was nuts. And then... Now everyone who listens knows exactly where you live. Eh, whatever. Come and... <laughs> Get me. He keeps his door locked at all times. Triple locked. Um, and then the other thing that I hated, the cab driver started asking us questions about where to go. Nice. Oh, do I make, do I, is it on this street? Is it on the left here? Do I go, I, I, I tell him the same thing every time. 
I, I've never been here before. Every single time. I, I don't know. I'm not from the city. You know, I don't want to have to think about where to go and what to re- Even if I was going to your place and the Uber driver asked me questions, I wouldn't know. Mm. I never pay attention to car rides to your place. I know how to bike there. Yeah. But for like driving, I don't fucking know. Yeah. It's, and then it's the, the tickers going up in the cab. It was very expensive. Yeah. But you didn't have to pay for it. No. I just love the visual of you just like trying so hard yeah, right. to get a little snooze, and then it's coming at you both both, ends. both ways, dude. Hey, uh, do you, where is, do you turn right? And then the guy's like, "Oh, did you from around here?" It's yeah, like and I'm like looking lot. at the fucking GPS, oh, and, and I'm like, like, "It has directions, bro." And you like you can't hide when you're sleepy. You wear sleepiness on yeah, your face, it's like you a look, proud badge, you, like right now. Yeah, you look like a puppy when you're tired. I'm you freaking get these, exhausted. Like, and your floppy hair and your squinty yeah. eyes. Um. All right. Do you want to get into it? Yeah, I do. Do you have some good ones this week? I do. Nice. I these ones I recall were all right. I'll start. Oh. Uh, I'll just sit back then. Dear Abby. Oh, good. I married right out of high school twenty oh. years ago. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Let me fucking get through <laughs> a sentence that describes the relationship because the next words could be "We're fucking happy." Okay. It doesn't matter. To me, that just sounds horrible. Does it? Could you imagine? It's like, not my fault you were fucking miserable in high school and hated that experience and never wanted anything to do with it. Uh, do you want to be married to someone essentially as long as you've been alive? Like mm, That sounds pretty fucking cool to me, bro. <laughs> you were just saying that because I don't like it. You're, you're the type of person that would go to a wedding where it's like Sandra and Tom met in the second grade and you'd be like, Fuck them! <laughs> Just like, oh. You cynical cunt. Go meet people. <laughs> God damn, bro. Go meet people. Go meet new people because I can't and you deserve to be miserable too. What do you mean I can't? I meet new people all the time. Yeah, but not in second grade, bro. Second grade is overrated. Don't meet your... Don't... Don't just settle for the first dude you boned. But what if they're really good, though? What if they're a great person? How do you know? You don't know. So you're saying that you can never, s- ever, ever marry the first person you fucked. No, I think it happens all the time. And you hate I, it. I hate it. Yeah. I just think you're you're cutting yourself short. Like I You don't know these people. They might be perfect for each other. They might be. Like my cousin has been married or married the person that he's been with since he was fifteen. And there you go. They've got two kids, but for me it's just like You weren't invited to the wedding. I was flower girl bitch. Wow. <laughs> um, but I just think like if you're meant to be with that person, then you'll eventually come back to them. You know, like just go out after you've been around the block. I think you should after try. you've been around the cock. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I did there. And, and then you'll be like, for sure. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing makes you want to be with like someone forever and mm-hmm. have them love you than going on a few shitty dates like Nothing makes you lonelier than meeting shitty people. So you're saying it's good when disasters happen to people because they appreciate the things they have. Mm-hmm. I'm going to burn down your house. Continue on with this, with this question, Gorian. Let's see where it goes. Because also, you don't write anyone a vice column if everything's perfect. The, the, is the train gone by yet today? Just wait for us. It comes at 2 a.m. and it's always nice because it's always on time. It's always nice. We have two amazing kids in their late teens, a son in college and a daughter in her last year of high school. That's always nice to have because you have like the you know the, the the brother and the sister dynamics you know they hate each other but secretly they want to sleep with each other yeah that's of course so nice I haven't been in love with my wife for a very long time 
I forgot this one was going there. <laughs> Looks like Tom and Sarah. <laughs> you, you, they, they, everyone can be happy. Oh, Robin, you're such a dumb cunt. Yeah, shut up. I'm right. Always. I have tried everything to bring those feelings back, including talking with her about it, but the feelings just aren't there anymore. Yeah, you know why? Because you've only boned her. I feel like you only have like 20 years to be in love with someone. Then after that, it kind of gets old. No matter what age you start doing it at. If you marry someone when you're 20, that shit will be old when you're 40. I think 20 years is a long time. I think it's too long. To be with someone? Yeah. How often do you want to switch out partners? Every... Five years? Five to five to seven years. Three to five. Three if it's like... Eh. No, three, three is just when it gets interesting. Five years to three days is what I'm saying. <laughs> three days is ideal. Three days is like key. Perfect. You know, you meet and in the middle you fuck and then at the end you break up. Yeah, don't catch feelings. Don't catch feelings, bro. But the feelings just aren't there anymore. <laughs> when I first realized I was no longer in love with her, I was going to file for divorce. But my kids were little. Little? Got grown ass kids now. How long ago did he say he fell out of love? Did he say this or he just said for a while? So he was married right out of high school 20 years ago. So he's, what, 38 now-ish? Yeah. We'll see, 40. Two amazing kids in their late teens, a son in college, and a daughter in her last year. They must have had kids. I was just going to say, like, your kid is in college and you're 38? Like, what the fuck? Maybe he's, like, 14. He's really smart. He's 10 years older than I am and Mm -hmm. has a kid who's 10 years younger than I am. You know what? That's fine with me. Whatever. They probably got pregnant in high school, and that's why they're married. Uh, that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. <sighs> Hasn't been in love with his wife. That makes it way hotter. Would you would you divorce someone if you had kids that were little? Yeah. <laughs> you're a terrible mother. No, because the kids aren't going to be happy if, if you're in an unhappy relationship. Plus, I feel like kids can tell, right? Yeah, kids, and then it fucks kids them are up. smart. Where it's like, if you, can, if you don't live with the person, you can have, like, an amicable friendship then the kids will be and like if you you know remove yourself from the situation take some time and then like can hang out as a unit that's true then that's way better than just constantly like hating each other yeah or like well they don't hate each other because like he doesn't like her anymore no feelings right but maybe she's like infatuated with him there's no way because I feel like he would divorce if it was like a, there was a spit. They're definitely not doing the whole we're just in it for the kids thing. I they feel like they probably just don't bone. They probably just don't even notice each other, right? Like it just got to that point where no like there's no passion. They just like sit. And maybe he's noticed it and she hasn't other. yet. That it's just like a miserable she experience. Has. Maybe she's boning someone else. Hmm. Uh, when I first realized I was no longer with her, I was. I didn't want to put them through that, so I pushed my happiness aside. I do that so much with you. Holy shit. <laughs> I bring you so much joy, don't even pretend. I put so much shit aside just to fucking make you happy. Uh, oh, yeah? Uh, oh, oh, uh, like uh, what? Went to your comedy show last night. You never come to mine. <laughs> I lit, like, you're, this is it. This is it. It's, it's an hour long every week comedy show. It's exhausting. I got a goddamn Netflix special every day of the fucking week, bro. Every time my phone beeps, I go, oh, good, another comedy oh, show. Boy. No, I save it now for the podcast. Well, that's not necessarily true. Um, this, gets, this gets worse. Good. Um, now the kids are doing great. I'm still miserable, and I don't know what to do anymore. Sometimes I feel I don't deserve to be happy. Mm. But doesn't my happiness count? 
must I continue putting on a fake smile and pretending to be happy? No. Or is it time for me to look outside for, her ha- for my happiness? Signed, Miserable in Maine. Hey, man, you waited too long. It's fine. You can do it now, but, like, you should have done it 20... But that's not good advice. But that's just the truth. Miserable in Maine. This sounds like maybe Stephen King's breaking up with his wife right now. <laughs> I want to go to Maine really bad one day. That place looks fucking gorgeous. It's like an hour away from where I'm from. Where are you from again? St. John, New Brunswick. Okay. It's just an hour drive. You should go there. You go to New Brunswick for a couple weeks, eh? I go to, I've been to Maine a million times. Really? Yeah. I, the, I just want to like go by uh, Stephen King's house. Mm-hmm. Just look at it and be like, wow, I can't believe that man wrote Goosebumps. The, um, the hotel that The Shining is based on uh-huh. is in New Brunswick. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Stephen King did not like... The Shining, the movie, because he thought that Jack Nicholson looked too crazy to begin with. Because mm. in the book, it's like a through every man who slowly becomes crazy. But like Jack Nicholson's just a psychotic right out of the fucking gate, just right. looking at him, eh? 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 Dear miserable. Wait, what would you? What would you say to this man? We didn't even. Okay. All right. Unpack it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think. We're going to let bygones be bygones, and we're not going to dwell on the past and what he should have done. Yeah, we got to give him advice for right now. He's miserable so, with kids that are out of the house, kind of. Yes. And I think it's actually, again, it's going back, but this is for advice for our listeners who are maybe thinking about something like this. Mm. Um, it's probably harder now that your kids are essentially adults mm-hmm. because they're they're fully aware of what's happening, and then they know what it means to, like, not love someone and they're associating that with you yeah they've done their hearts their breaking already yeah you know so what maybe the 19 children, year old's gonna get pregnant in high school right now she's gonna have a mad crisis for <gasps> sure um but we're gonna put that aside and i think if you are as articulate in real life as you are in this mm-hmm. question then it should be fine as but i think yeah you know what he should do what all right write a note and then hear me out write a note you have all the time you need to prepare it yeah. to think about it really like you know write it properly yep and read it at the dinner table at stand up <laughs> ding, 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 ding. at your daughter's wedding at your daughter's uh, high school graduation ooh that's good but yeah write a letter leave it there because then you don't have to confront her because that's the worst part. But then here's the thing, though. She reads it. She wants alone time. She's already alone. You know, he might, you know. She doesn't want alone time. She wants to hash it out and cut your dick off. Whoa. Is that what women want? Is that what women want? Yeah. Okay. It is. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'd say uh, approach it carefully. For sure. That's a sensitive thing. And it's not just your... I just think he's he's also trying to play himself off as like I was a good guy for so long. I like stuck in this unhappy marriage. It's, it's like true. okay, he's a good guy, isn't he? Oh, he wants us to think he is. Uh, he raised his kids for a super long as time, being married to someone he doesn't like. That it, sounds like a guy to me. He should you, tell that story to get more women, and that's that's a good story. You're gonna wind up this guy if you're not careful, Gorian. Uh, if only I can be so lucky to be in a hapless marriage for twenty years. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. Boy, um, yeah, it's going to be tricky no matter what. Like, ending a relationship, no matter how long, is hard work and complicated. And then add kids into the mix and it's add 20 scary, years. scary, bro. Even breaking up with someone is scary. Oh, my God. It's so horrible. Yeah. Because you're, fe- you're completely changing someone's life. Mm-hmm. And, like, when there's a house and a history and, like, who owns what and a lawyer and it's expense. Oh, my God. It's just easier to ignore it. But yeah, there you, you go. can't 
anymore. Mm-hmm. You were a little bitch for ignoring it for so long, is what I think. Plus, it's kind of like the whole ripping off a bandit thing, where it's like you'll have like a month or two of just like, eh, but like a lifetime of more enjoyment once you come out of this in the end. Yeah, if you just like man up and figure it out. Yeah. I tell you. Do you think she would say anything? Who the wife? the the wife after like you know? Do you think she would notice and like bring it up or? Bring what up? If the note? What are you talking about? No, like just like their relationship and where they are, you know? Like, obviously she assumes... You think she's like, he's playing it off perfectly fine and no, like, no, she can't she, notice. No, women know. So, do you think she'd say something eventually? Because she hasn't if he said they he didn't really like her since they were little kids. That's like a... I don't think that's what he said, but I think... He said since they were little, he didn't like her anymore. Let me look at Since they were little? Um, for like the last 10 years. Since the kids were little. Not since they were little. When I first realized I was no longer in love with her, I was going to file for a divorce, but my kids were little. Yeah. How kids. little are kids? Like three? Four, yeah, I don't know. But you know, even any any up to ten years old, that's eight years. If the no, even more if the kid is in college right he now. He just needs to be careful because he's in a situation where he's gonna think that the grass is greener and he's gonna go out in, in this bachelor hood yeah. and be like a dude who's in his like not even forty, who's like. Plain, it's just gonna That's be a big sad. presumption. Maybe he just, you know, wants to get out of it. That's all. He's not on the prowl for that fucking wet, wet bro. He that, just wants like. No, but like he's going to. But then he's going to go out there. He's going to be out there on his own living in some apartment somewhere. Or he gets the house. He won't. Well, you don't know that. Yeah, he definitely won't. Um, But uh, because especially when you're the one who chooses to leave. Right. You kind of give that up. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, I'm ending this marriage and I'm taking the house. That normally isn't how it works. I don't get the whole sleeping on the couch thing. It's my bed. I don't want to sleep in it. I've done the sleeping on the couch thing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> um, um, sometimes you just have to do it. That's true. Uh, it's nowhere else to sleep. <laughs> Plus, you know, some couches are pretty fucking comfy. That's true. Um, yeah... What were we talking about? I don't know. Something about pulling out a couch or something. Uh, the, 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 I just feel like he, he needs to be careful because sometimes a relationship can have like dry spells or whatever, but then you're going to go out. He just needs to be very, 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 very sure that this is exactly what you want. Mm. Like even like, I don't know, maybe consider a marriage counselor or something. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's really taken that many steps. steps. Yeah, to like rekindle this love or something like mm-hmm. that. Right, let's read this little answer. Okay. Dear Miserable, <laughs> talk to your wife again and about the fact that you haven't been happy for many years. Unless you are an Academy Award-winning actor, she probably won't be shocked. Yeah. What does that mean? That she knows. Women are intuitive and he's probably like, you can't play off that you're happy. I do it all the fucking time, Robin. To who? The wall? Like, what? To you. <laughs> Oh, God, no, It's all you a don't. facade. Well, no, you, you, you wear it on your sleeve, kid. Delay separating until your daughter has left for college. And in the meantime, give marriage counseling a shot, even if you already have. If after that nothing has improved, try to keep the divorce as amicable as possible for the sake of everyone concerned. I think you're Abby. Didn't you just say the word amicable? Yeah, it's just a pretty typical word. When I haven't heard it ever. It's because you're a baby. A divorce mediator may be able to help you through the process. That was a boring answer. Abby's, you know, she's like us. She literally said the exact same thing as us. Well, it's because we're good advice givers. Heck yeah, bro. Heck yeah. All right, what do you got? 
Okay. Um, I got Dear Wendy. Do you remember Dear Wendy? Yeah, dude. The fucking Baconator. It's back. <laughs> I had a Frosty for the first time like a month ago. For the first time? First time in my fucking life. How was it? Very strange. Mm, it's it's nice like though, right? It's like soft serve, but like almost melted. Yeah, it's like super soft serve. And I'm a big fan of soft serve ice cream. I don't really like... It's like a milkshake, I guess. It really is. That Like you just kind of have to like... It barely coats a spoon when you dip it into it. Mm-hmm. But that whole like, oh, I dip my french fries into it. Get out of here. That's so good. Nah. This is Dear Wendy and they, it's called, Did I Drop the L-Bomb Too Soon? Mm. You ever do that? You ever tell someone they love you and them not react? L word? B- lesbian? Love. <gasps> What's love, Robin? <laughs> is that like what what a man has between him and his weed or something? Oh my God. Ah, what there's is- a virus in my computer. <laughs> what is going on? Is that a real thing? Yeah, it's my vast telling me I have a fucking virus or something. I wish everybody could have seen your frightened little face just then. I thought it was like an autoplay on my porn or something like that. (laughs) Now playing Fancy Fuckers 9. Oh my god, what I would not have... Oh oh my god, that would have been magic. Um, Though that was fun too. Um, Now, have you ever been like... uh, I, I have. Really? In high school, bro. You tell someone you love them and they didn't say anything back? Um, no. So what it was is I wanted to make out with her. Stop. So No, don't stop. Keep going. Um, let's call her M. Mmm. Um, I think I was in like grade 10 or something like that. <laughs> and we went out and we, I went on the fucking date. I think it was like the second date or something like that. Oh and I said it to her and she was like, I think it's too soon for that. But I like you too. And then we macked. Hello. You said I love you and. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! I, I learned how to fucking play the game early, bro. I was in grade ten, bro. Told my mom I was gonna go play basketball, bro. She broke up with me two months later, bro. <laughs> two months. Yeah, dude, I was pretty sad. It was over the phone. Couldn't oh. even do it in person. Oh my god, baby Gorian. I know. That's so. Then cute. I really told her I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's the cutest thing I've ever heard. Oh, dude, life. it was bad, man. It was oh. bad. I, I specifically remember that day that day because um, uh, that CeeLo Green song "Fuck You" came out. On the breakup day. Yeah, like on the day I broke up, you know. That's convenient. I see you walking around town with the girl I'm no. saying I love you. <laughs> I, I I did my own version of it the day it came out. <laughs> no, dude, that day was miserable. I was like a fucking angsty like tenth oh grader. My God, it was nuts. It's so cute. Like I can't even look at yeah. you right now. Am I? <laughs> fucking look at me. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was funny. One of the things though, when I was in that relationship though, <laughs> it was a relationship. We were dating over the summer, and. <laughs> She did that thing where after like three weeks of dating, she's like, hey, my family's going to Aruba in December. Do you want to buy tickets and go with me? Oh, you've told me this story Ah, on the podcast. Have we? Maybe. Huh? With Hannah. Oh, yeah. There you go. That was M. (laughs) And obviously, uh, good thing I fucking didn't buy those tickets. And she broke your heart. What did Um, she? Why did she say? Why? Yeah. What was her reason for breaking up with you? Oh. Don't pretend like you don't remember the conversation verbatim. I swear I don't remember. That's like the year I started drinking heavily. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Um, I don't know. I, I think she was like, I remember being on the bleachers on the phone with her, and like, I don't know. I think she just said like, what she what it was was like she went away for the summer. Like we dated for three weeks, and then she went away for like a month or something like that. This was a two month relationship. It's turned into a fifteen day relationship. That month was sweet because like. I would go into, like, the basement of my uh, house and, like, smoke weed and watch, like, Adult Swim and, like, text her until, like, 5 in the morning. Nice. Like, I remember, like, the sun was coming up and I'm like, man, I'm fucking tired. And I, like, wake up at 9 and, you know, eat some eggs for breakfast or something. Those are the days. Those are the easy days. Yeah, your life's really changed a whole lot since then, yeah. Gordon. <laughs> still tell people I love them. <laughs> still smoke weed till the sun comes up. That's true. And still um, eat eggs at 9 a.m. How do you like your eggs? Literally anyway. Uh, no, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. There's no, there, there's no frozen. <laughs> that's not a bitch. Way. You're being a bitch right now. I'll tell you how I like mine. Tell me, Chef Ramsay style. Oh, I know. And you, you talk this shit up all the time. And you have I not ne- made you eggs before. No, I'll make you eggs. I'll make you some fucking yeah, eggs. I've been asking for like a year. Yeah, they're really good. Get some chives in there. I know. You oh, like dill? Yeah, I do. Dill's a thrill. Dill is a thrill. Have you ever said the L uh, bomb? What was it? That's what she called it, the L bomb. Drop the L bomb. Yeah. Have I ever said it, period? Or has someone ever dropped it on you? Yeah. They, <gasps> they have. And, it was, and you were like, nah. Yes. Yeah. You're like, boy, bye. <laughs> it was one of the most uncomfortable moments of my life. Really? Yeah, I didn't know what to do. You know when your like hands just kind of like come up awkwardly by your face and like kind of cover your eyes? Was it in person? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Did he make out with you after? <laughs> I don't remember what yeah, happened after. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I, I specifically remember, but you don't. How old were you? 20. Oh, you should fucking remember. That was what, like 19 years ago for you? <laughs> yeah. Um, It was just like, like my heart like went up into my throat and like my stomach fell out my butt and I like just like clammed up. I, I hate that feeling. Oh, it was visceral. Oh man. Yeah. What was the context? You gave him some change. And he was like, I love you. I love you. No, we were like dating for a very short amount of time. How short though? You gotta give some, you know, like Like, a a month? Like just over probably. Mm -hmm. Were you planning on breaking up with him at this point or like had second thoughts about him? No, but it was like, I just wasn't there. Like um, it hadn't hadn't even occurred to me. Were... Did it hinder the relationship after? I... Not really. Like, we dated for six years. Oh, there you go. (laughs) But it was like... It was awkward. Told you it works. Yeah, it works like a charm. (laughs) That was why. But, um, no, it was not ready. Okay. But it was like... You never told someone you love them prematurely? Mm -mm. It's because you're you're a realist. You're like, what is love? A chemical reaction Yeah, I'm like, I'll give this... Five years and I'm yeah. out. <laughs> and I'm switching over. Yeah. All right. Um, let's keep going. <sighs> okay. Um, two weeks ago, my boyfriend and I got back from a wonderful week-long trip to Europe. Ooh, We've been Week-long? Dating- Sounds nice. I don't really... A week seems like it's too short to go somewhere that far, no? Like, if you're spending that much money on, like, tickets and shit, why not go for, like, three weeks? I, mean, I guess if you don't have the time, but... And it's expensive. Can you even see Europe in seven days? Like, can you I don't think actually... people go try and see the whole continent, but I think she's just generally speaking, they went to mm. Um We've been dating for five months long distance. We're on opposite coasts and met a year and a half ago. Okay, wait, let me do the math. Met a year and a half ago. 
They've been dating five months, but long distance. Okay, so like halfway through the knowing of each other, they started dating long distance. The last half. No, a year and a half. It's 18 months. Anyway, um, enough math. You're burpy today, aren't you? I am a little bit, yeah. It's that la croix. La croix. I also drank a lot of soda water before I came over here. What did you have for lunch? It was like a smoothie and la croix? Yeah. Did you make the smoothie with the la croix? No. Okay. Um... It's a really great conversation. At the airport after landing in the States and before heading to our respective connections, he gave me a hug and said, I love you. Mm. I didn't say anything at the time, but felt like I wanted to share with him my feelings. So I told him last night. The problem, his response was, are we there yet? That's awkward. I was very flustered and embarrassed, and he at first didn't recall saying saying it. He said... Things like, if I said it, I meant it. And realizing that I was becoming very concerned, he said, don't overthink this and it's okay. (laughs) Don't don't overthink it. Just fucking, just say it. Just fucking say you love me. I know those sound like reassuring things, but I'm very conflicted and also upset. I know timing is important for saying it. Something I haven't said in a relationship for the past five years. So I'm concerned. Did I say it too soon? And do I just pretend it didn't happen when we talk again? Uh, Signed anxious about love wait so a girl said i love you too early to a guy so he said it to her at the airport Uh and then they were together again and she was like i'm gonna say it back Uh and so she said i love you and he was like isn't it a little early for that but he said it first Uh, yeah hmm here's the thing is that uh, i have like I'm apprehensive about the whole saying I love you. It's not something that I do very often to people. Like my family's not big into it. We don't say it. And so I don't think it's as big of a deal as people make it out to be. Like just because. Because people always say like, oh, have you guys said I love you yet? Like who the fuck cares? Like Like, have I. Fuck off my back, bitch. Yeah, get off my dick. Um, If I show, if I do loving things for you. If I, like, care for you, isn't that just as important? But you didn't say it, okay? I have gotten into so many fights about that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking pays for your dinner, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't say I love you, though. No, and, like, I know people, I don't know, like, I know people who every time they hang up the phone with, like, their parents or something, Mm. I love you. I never, like, we would never. But it doesn't mean we don't love each other. I only say it to my mom because it makes her happy. But, like, outside of that, it's, like, I don't really do the whole, like... My parents don't say it to me. I don't say it to them. It's just... But it's implied. Uh-huh. And, like, I... So, then, in other relationships that I have, I don't say it. Here's the thing. Um, in relationships, it's, like, eh, don't like saying it as much because you're doing stuff for people. Yeah. With my friends, I say I love them because, like, I don't yes. want to do fucking anything with, for them, you know? I'm, yeah, like, I, eh, I'll just say I fucking love you. Happy birthday, bitch. I'm not buying you anything. You got yeah, my no. love. I, I say I love you to my friends all the time, but, yeah. like... In terms of like being in love mm-hmm. and it like meaning something and like marking an occasion. Yeah, because the whole thing is like the second you mark that you're in love, it's like, well, ETA till you're out of love because that can <laughs> is also a thing, right? But if you put so much pressure and that's the thing with like marriage, too, and why I think it doesn't work is that now there's like this pressure to quote unquote succeed and like mm-hmm. if your relationship ends, it's then failed. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think that's true. I think relationships can run their course. Yeah. Well, I'm getting real talk here today. Yeah, it's like the number one thing. It's like, I loved her. I loved him. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, 
and I think it's also a thing that people get caught up on it because like you know some people are emotional you know and we're not ragging on people no, for loving each other you know this is just and we love our, we love we, we love, love to love but we don't necessarily like use the word yeah. or when we do it doesn't like it's not that big of a deal whether we mm-hmm. use it or not exactly if it's like a, little, a quick little end of the thing like love you you know all yeah. right bye you know be safe yeah exactly it's like right. I would tell I don't know I just feel like in terms of like relationships with like significant others mm-hmm. there's so much weight put on it and i think it's stupid it's true let's see let's see is that the end of the question yeah all right let's hear what well, wendy's got to we say. didn't really give him advice but i think so she, what is what's the question she just like she's did she say it too soon and do i just pretend it didn't happen when we talk again i just feel like he's being kind of a weirdo about it but yeah, also like Again, I think it's because society's put this, like, big weight on... I think, like, she's in the clear because he said it first, and then I, I assume she... It's weird she, that he denies it, though. He denies it, and then also, like, she was, like, obviously battling these, like, strange emotions in her, like, since he said it, yeah. and they don't even see each other that often, right? Like, you're not going to say I love you for the first time through text, so, like... I assume they didn't see each other for a couple months or something, you know, and the entire time she's like, you know, like I do fucking love him. I, I can't wait to tell him in person. Yeah. And then he shuts her down, you yeah. know? So I think that he, I don't know, was maybe he was just trying to make sure that she doesn't do something while he's away. You know, he's like, oh, I love you. And she's like, oh my goodness. And then he's, you know, can fuck off for a couple months. Yeah. I don't know. That's when you got to say. It's been a while since we had an L word related question, so I decided the time was ripe to answer this one. At its core, your question isn't really about the timing of you dropping the album or that you feel embarrassed that you didn't get the reaction you expected. It's about your boyfriend's response. Are we there yet? That's what little kids say on boring road trips, mm-hmm. not what grown ups say when someone has just professed feelings of love. You ever watch that movie with Are Ice Cube? We- I think I have. <clears throat> it's a good movie. The kid has asthma, and then he his asthma toy's in like a little clown, and they gotta go get it refilled. His and guess asthma toy. His asthma thing. His <laughs> asthma. It's it's literally an asthma toy. It's like a little a puffer, sucker. A puffer. Yeah. His asthma toy. You know that's steroids in there. Yeah, that's exactly. It's all. Where like, do I get some? <sighs> you're fine. Whether he's there yet or not, and we'll get to that in a minute, obviously you are, so at least half of the we in question is in fact there. The wo- The wo- What does there mean? Well, that seems to be the real th- here, the real issue here, and the one you need to address with him. Obviously there's a destination he feels the L word implies your relationship has arrived at. Where do you feel your relationship is now? Where do you think it's headed? Once you can answer those questions for yourself, you need to find out how your boyfriend answers them. In short, you have to find out if you're on the same page. Mm-hmm. What would think that what would think that him having already said I love you would imply that you are on the same page, but apparently there's some confusion about whether he actually said those three words and whether he meant what you think he meant. Do you ever has that ever happened to you? You said something and you forgot that you said it? I feel like we do that with stories, not with love. Yeah. Like, like on this podcast, I told you a story I've already told you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like you remember when you say you fucking love someone. Because I feel like when that comes out of your mouth, especially, like, because it can slip out. Yeah. You know, um, it's definitely happened where it's like, you know, because you just get caught up in the conversation. You get caught you up in the relationship. You were boning. Say it to you. No. During sex? That's fucking weird. Why would you say that during sex? Because it's so good. Obviously not, bro. 
Have you? That happened to me once. I, I didn't say it. Really? Yeah. Huh. First time. They said they loved you during sex? <laughs> what the fuck? How old were you? This was like eight months ago. Wow. <laughs> what the f- Was he coming? Oh! I love you, Robin! That's exactly what happened. Oh my god, and your pussy tightened up around his <laughs> cock. Oh my god. Why the fuck did you wait this long to tell me? We didn't have a podcast eight months ago. You holding out on me, Heb? It's just so dumb. I'd rather have someone tell me they hate me during sex than they fucking love me, dude. <laughs> fuck that. It's just... That I hate you! Yeah. <laughs> fucking tell me. Yeah, do it again. <laughs> Maybe they'll make you cry. Mmm. Hello. Alright, give it to me. Uh, sorry. Um, you may never know if you were simply hearing things when you thought you heard him drop the album, or if he forgot he said it, or if he simply said it in the heat of the moment. What could he have said that she mistaken for I love you? I loaf you. I mop you. <laughs> mop you. Um, See you later. There's a... Uh, I watched the new season of Orange is the New Black. Yeah. You've seen the whole thing, yeah? I binged in like three days. It's trash, but it was fucking... It was all right to watch. Mm-hmm. And one of the plot points revolves around who had a story actually happen to them. Like, these two people are bickering. that, like, oh, no, that story happened to me. You stole it from me. And the story's about a guy at a diner asking for the classifieds. And in the end, you find out he wanted a glass of ice. Oh. So it does happen, people. I love you could be I... Shove you. I shove you. <laughs> he just pushes her down the escalator. Not much rhymes with love, does it? I dove. I I dove I you. I cove you. I love your sweater. And the English is fucked because you can't even rhyme love with move, even though it's spelt the same. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Nothing. I can't think of anything. Nothing. Um, we tried. <laughs> Good. Too bad. Did we move? Um, after an intense amount of quality time together and later regretted saying it. But by focusing on what your relationship goals are, hashtag relationship goals, rather than on a single word or phrase, you are much more likely to get the answers you want. The L word isn't the best way to measure where you stand with someone. That's what we said. There you go. Having a relationship check-in is. Yeah. See? See? Brought to you by the new quarter Swiss Angus burger at Wendy's. You love it. <laughs> Get it with a frosty. Ba 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 ba. I'm loving you. I didn't say that. Going so awkward. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> I love you, Robin. This is why I didn't tell you. Did he say Robin at the end of it? I don't. Because that makes a big fucking difference. <laughs> I don't think he did. I love you during sex. <laughs> I love you. I love you. (laughs) What? (laughs) Fuck, bro. Oh my god. You know what? What my reaction was? I laughed. I laughed so hard. And then he came. (laughs) I love you. Disgusting. (laughs) I didn't tell you. Bitch. Do you have any more musings? Um. I got a couple I can do. I saw a guy the other day. This isn't really amusing. It's just something I saw that I hated. Um, I saw a guy wearing a t-shirt that said D-A-D-D. Like, Daddy. Like uh, like mad. 
you know, oh. like Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Okay. It looked like that's a D-A-D-D, and I was like, I was biking, and I like just, I knew it was going to be annoying. Mad. Isn't that just Dads Against Drunk Driving? You would think so but it's not is this kind of an fbi federal booby inspector situation uh dads against daughters dating <laughs> that's kind of cute it's not cute wait daughters dating each other i what? don't know it can be taken anyway it's a shitty t-shirt and he was just wearing it all willy-nilly out on the street yeah but you know his fucking wife bought him that and makes him wear it <sighs> what dad is like i'm gonna buy this shirt so many dads. And it's a cute little thing, huh? You know, dads against, you know, because the daughters, they like to fuck, bro. They can get pregnant. You should be a little worrisome. I don't know. They're a worse thing. Wear it on your sleeve. Wear it on a shirt. Exactly. Um, What do I got? Uh, You know, when, like, you know, there's, like, super loud motorcycles all around here. Yep. And people like to, like, rev their engines or whatever the fuck they do on it. Man. And I flinch every time. I fucking go flying when, like, loud shit like that happens. Last night at the comedy show, there was feedback, and I thought you were going to go through the roof. Well, I'm sorry that I have good fucking reaction skills. I hate when people make fun of you for flinching, because, listen, I would fucking survive if this was a real-life scenario. True. You would fucking die, because, oh, I'm playing it cool. Bro, that was a gunshot, and you're gone now, okay? I'm out the fucking door when I hear something loud. Mm -hmm. I got good reaction skills. I'm sorry. Okay, I wasn't... just... I hate you! (laughs) Um... Uh, here's one. If I have to wait longer than four minutes for any fucking subway to come. Oh, my God. I know. I, when you see and it's like eight minutes, you're like, where is it taking eight minutes to get to the next station? I'm going to die here. So I waited at Pioneer Village for like 12 fucking minutes the other day. Oh, my God. And I Pioneer Village. Where is that? Um, It's North on the new on line. The... It's on the other line. What is line is that? The Spadina line? The one that's not young. It like goes down young and then it comes up and then goes on the other end. Like in Scarborough? Yeah, you can take it to go to, like, Wonderland now and shit like that. Whoa. And, yeah, I was waiting there, and I'm thinking, like, wh- where are all of the subways? Why is it taking so long? It's a system, people. Four minutes. Every subway. It doesn't work. TTC is so flawed. Apparently, it's the best one in North America. Yeah, which is it's the only one, apparently. Troublesome. What I don't get is, like, if I have to wait 12 minutes for this train to come in, does that mean everyone was waiting 12 minutes at their line? Because two subways can't go and the bump bus, into each other. Like, I always wait. On, I don't know why I ever take the bus on Dundas, but, like, sometimes it's, like, it doesn't come forever, and then all of a sudden there's three back-to-back. You're like, how did that possibly happen? What, like the 501? 504? It's replacing the streetcar, right? Yeah, they took the yeah. streetcar off. Why do they do that? Because they have so many streetcars on King, apparently, now. You know you can charge your phone on the new um, buses. Really? They have little USB ports on them, yeah. Genius. Fucking smart. Now you just gotta help you have a cable with you. <laughs> True. Um, I got one more. Where is it? Saving that one. Um, you know how they're, like, revamping sex ed? Well, they're... Or devamping? Yeah, devamping. It's a good term. Uh, To that, they should... If they're going to revamp it, they should teach you how to fuck. Yeah. Because that's a useful fucking skill that you should know going out of high school. Oh, my God. I know. You should know about STDs. You should know about how not to have children. And you should know how how, what positions to fuck someone in. Yes. Because that's, like, a good fucking thing to know in real life. You know? Yeah. And also, we, they should teach us how to do our taxes. Yeah. They need to teach us how to fuck and how to do our taxes. And I tell you, the world would move more smoothly. That would be a great fucking class. Just like a general knowledge of like... 
Just like they call it real life class. Real life class. And the AM you do taxes and the PM. Dude, I bet you I can hire someone for $200 to come into a classroom and fuck in front of us. And we can be like, all right, look at how she is. Look at how he is. I don't think you need that. I think you could talk fuck about it. Fuck it. It's the public education system. I'm paying my taxes. I can do whatever the fuck I want with it's that gross. money. gross. Sex is weird, though. That too. Like and to see they should show life. that. You think kids need to see people fucking? Dude, I saw a baby come out of a person in 10th grade biology class. We had to watch that Miracle of Birth video and we had like a unit on just like babies and the shit. The first time I've ever seen that was on <laughs> Friday when we went to the Found Footage Festival and they that showed... That was a gnarly fucking video. <sighs> I was not in the right state of mind for you that. you never seen that before? No. I've avoided really? it. I've seen dogs do it, but that's it. Oh man. No, it's like they... It was like the most boring class in high school. It was like I could all right. not look at it. I couldn't. I had to cover my eyes. You know, what we learned in fucking high school because in our school, um, when did you have sex ed in like in middle school or something? Yeah, grade seven. See, too early. I forgot all that shit. You know, too early. Because the whole thing about it was like they would cut our PE class to have two weeks of mandatory sex ed. There were people in my eighth grade class who had babies in grade eight. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking New Brunswick, bro. What else are you going to do? I guess so. But they love each other. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, like it was like, it was like, all right, kids, you're growing. You're fucking, you know, you got lots of energy in you. Let's stop for two weeks. We had the dumbest fucking units in PE class. You know, Tai Bo? <laughs> the kickboxing thing? Yeah. They would shuttle us all into the gymnasium for a week and they would just play <laughs> on a big fucking projector and we would just follow along. Make it sound like you had to live there. They shuttled you to the gym and you stayed there for a week. Yeah. And we did square dancing. These dumb fucking... And you have to pair up. It's, it's either you you got balls to ask a girl to dance in grade seven or you have to dance with a boy. <laughs> fucking weird thing to make Which kids do. Which one were do. you? Obviously, I was dancing with a bro, okay? I wasn't fucking man enough to dance with a girl. I love that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then we also... But we had some pretty sick units, too. We had fucking wheelchair basketball one day. That's that cool. was awesome, man. We were fucking whipping around and stuff. I don't know. It's a, it's a mix. Just teach me how to fuck and teach me how to play wheelchair basketball. Like still to this day, someone teach me how to do it. Please do. Oh my god, uh, the amount of anxiety I have. There needs to be some sort of karma sutra class or karma yeah. fuck class. I'm sure as adults we could take it, but I'm always like, I actually had this. It's thought. Too late now. I was just like, you'll never fuck as good as you were when you were fifteen. No, I think I'll be doing it much better. I don't know. It's like, I feel like you peak at a certain point. It's like, well. You think I've peaked? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm never peaked. Uh, oh, but I had the thought. I was like, has anyone ever like boned someone for the first time and been like, I know exactly what I'm doing. Like, are you always just like, yeah, this is pretty much how it goes. I'm always like, what do you, what? I just did what they do in porn, to be honest. That sounds terrifying. No, we mean, you know, I watch good porn, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. There should be a porn week in sex ed class. He was fucking. Everyone brings I'm in the video. I'm pretty sure clip. every fucking week in middle school is porn week. Let's be real. We used to watch porn on PSPs in uh, grade school, in like grade six or Those, something. Like handheld things. Yeah, it's. A, well, you have one. Oh, don't worry, guys. This guy right your, here. Do you still watch porn? Dude, on there'd there? be like three of us huddled together. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, boobies. Boobs. Look at those huge knockers. Yeah, those were the days, wasn't it? We need to like find someone who owned porn and get it from them. Wow. 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 Um, all right. Should we do another one? Yeah. All right. 
Um, I can't wait to talk to you. That's, that's the reason why I want to have Hoffman on, because this idea is so fucking good. That you can't tell me on your own? No, because it's literally like both of our babies. Okay. I love him. Okay. Um. All right, let's see. Mama's boy. Dear... Oh, this is a Dear Harriet from the same website as Dear Abby, but they got a couple people on there. Okay. All right. Oh, you just puked all over the room. Dear Harriet, my boyfriend is very close with his family, which is one of the things I love about him. I am also very close with his parents and often have dinner at their house. That's nice. Very nice. You ever go over to like do you go to like sleepovers and stuff as a kid to yeah. other people's houses and like have to eat dinner with their family yeah what a fucking experience that was so, i was always so out of my element i hated it i like was not a fan of Me, sleepovers i would have people over to my house i hated going to other people's houses i was the opposite i didn't like having people over at my house for sleepovers oh really yeah i, I feel like our so my like basement was like you did you just said basement yeah obviously wow. um my basement was like on the bottom floor but there was no door to it and then the stairs went up to this main floor and then the stairs went up to like the bedrooms. So the basement was basically open all the way to the top. So like if you talked or shit, you could hear it all the way through the house. Right. My other friend's house is we'd sleep in the basement with like a door shut and like 18 doors shut in between and watch like <laughs> adult swim till the morning. And That's the second me. time. It's the second time we brought up adult swim tonight. Yeah, because that was like the shit you watched. Do you ever watch undergrads? No. It's like a Canadian uh, animated show. No? You're missing out, bro. Um, but yeah, that's like, I. the best thing about that, though, was like their parents would always go out to dinner and leave us alone, and we would just order a pizza and watch a movie. Right. But on the off chance that once or twice, like, we would have breakfast together or something. Right. Very weird. I didn't like it. I don't like other people's houses that much when I was a little kid. No, I don't like it. I still don't like it. I remember I would ha- I would go to sleep over at my friend Nicholas' house. We'd stay up till 6 a.m. And I would just walk home at that point. Because I'm like, well, if I'm going to sleep and I'm awake right now, I'm going to go home and fall asleep in my bed, you know? Yeah. I'm all about sleeping in my own bed. Same. Ugh. Like, I can't, especially when I was in high school or, like, middle school, you have the sleepover on Saturday night, so then you're sleeping in on Sunday morning, and that's the only day you have to sleep in for the rest of the week. Yeah. I don't want to do it in your fucking grandma's spare bedroom. I have so few friends that I would feel comfortable, like, sleeping in a bed with them. Have you slept at, like... I haven't really slept at, like, other people's places as an adult. The only... People crash with me every now and then when they come to Toronto, but yeah. I've never really done the thing where I go to another city and I'm like, well, that's... I Mitchell Wheatley in fucking Kingston, but that's because, like... I don't know. He's got room and stuff. I feel like everyone in Toronto doesn't have enough space. Yeah. I don't have enough space. Well, my, like, Hannah, who was on this show, like, she lives yeah. in L.A. When I go visit her, we just sleep in the same bed together, and that's very comfortable. But you're both straight? Yeah. It's great. Crazy. We just snug. Um, snug, but no fug. Exactly. Um, and that's, she's the only person in the world I would ever, like, do that with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Get out of my bed. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Did we read something? I don't even... Oh, that was you my did. thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Someone told me that um, your laugh has changed as, as we progressed with this show. That you laugh differently now than you did when we started. And? I don't know. I just thought I'd bring that up. Right. I just want you to think about that. Just so I'm insecure. I do a very specific laugh when the Hoffman's here. I kind of like a... because <laughs> <laughs> you you're joking me. It's your flirting laugh. That's true. I want to fuck that man. <laughs> you could if you wanted to. I am very close with his parents. One thing that is getting on my nerves lately is that his parents, especially his mom, do absolutely everything for him. 
His mom books his doctor appointments, makes his lunch, and everything in between. Okay. He is 22 years old. Okay. I'm not sure why it bothers me so much. I wrote this about you last year. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Do you even think that's that much, making a doctor's appointment? For your mom to make a doctor's appointment for you? I'm not going to go see a doctor. I don't know. But if I have an appointment that she made, well, great, now I got to fucking go or else the doctor's going to be pissed off at me. <laughs> Put my name in a book. Oh, this motherfucker is an organ donor. Get him. (laughs) Unfortunate accident's about to happen. You gotta fucking respect the doctors, bro. That's why. And also making you lunches? That's a mom thing to do. They fucking love you. 22 is the age where it's like, you're about to fucking move out for good and like barely see your parents anytime, you know? Why are you thinking that you're doing this for your mom? Why do you think your mom gets off on making you a sandwich? My mom fucking... Doesn't your mom like come into your room and it's like, here, I just cut up a fucking mango and some fresh fruit. Here's it in a bowl for Jesus you. Jesus Christ. Your mom no. ever does that for you? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. Never in my whole life has she cut up a fruit plate for me. Really? My mom always just like comes into my room when it's I'm on my laptop Freud or something. Thing, yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Doesn't your mom love you? Maybe she's listening right now. Mama Heb, cut up some fresh fruit. I'm coming home by the... No, not by the time this is aired, but, you know. Soon, Rob. Get her bed made, you know. Make her a little something-something. Make her feel special. Like, I'll, I'll come home. I won't have been home for, like, a year. My uh-huh. mom will be like, the sheets are just, like, folded on the bed. I didn't have time to make it. It's like, I sleep on a futon in my old bedroom that they've transformed into... Oh, wow. Like, it, yeah. You know what my mom told me? That when uh, her... Your sweet baby angel. When my brother and I leave... Mm-hmm. And like come back to Toronto and come back to Calgary. She'll leave our beds unmade for a couple of days because she likes knowing that we were there. Oh my god, that's so that's so cute. Yeah. My if I don't strip the bed and put the futon back up before I go, my mom's like she like texts me and is like, get in. Why in your bedroom? I don't live there, so they. But did you not live there at some point? Yeah, they got rid of all my stuff. <laughs> I haven't lived at home for over ten years. What do they do with the spare room then? Uh, it's my mo- they. It's like my mom's music room. It's like an office. It's the music room. So she practices. Uh, that's more important than you, though. I guess. I don't live there. Of course, I, my room is not my room. It doesn't look like I ever live there. I'm telling you, Miss Heb, cut up some fucking apples or whatever her favorite fucking fruit is. I don't know. I feel loved. It's fine. I'm an adult woman. I don't need to have my like teddy oh, bears okay, still there. Okay, Robin. You don't like saying I love you. I don't. You don't. You just all right. But I'm full of love. Says a lot about you. I'm just a simple woman. Maybe it's because I'm the total opposite of that. Or that I think he should be doing this stuff himself. Is this normal? Will he ever grow out of having everything done for him? Signed, Dating a Mama's Boy, Jackson, Mississippi. Oh boy. No, he won't. (laughs) Um, I think relationships with moms and their sons are like kind of like more intense than moms and their daughters well isn't it always like the opposite where it's like yeah. mom and mom and son then dad and daughter yeah it's like, ever hear of this thing called dad d-a-d-d <laughs> i've seen t-shirts yeah <laughs> i've heard about it here and there yeah i've seen it on shirts um i mean I, he's 22 like you're 23 like literally by the time you're my age you won't give a fuck if your like room at home has like your stuff in it what are you talking about action figures <laughs> My fucking D20 collection, my dice collection. all your toys and shit? They're action figures, first of all. Okay. I brought some back with me. So that's pretty cool. Okay. You having a girl over later? You should put those away. Uh, I do. (laughs) 
We won't. We only talk about it. <laughs> oh man! Don't tell her that you love her. You ever date like a mama's boy or something like that, or someone like that was like very close with their family? Have I dated a man? Yeah. No, because um, like I feel like I don't know. People always like, "Well, you're not close with your brother, brother, brother." You know, like I don't. You can't pick your family, bro. It's true. Have I ever dated someone who was close with their family? Yeah. Like super close. I mean, uh, like no. oh, every Sunday we get together and we have dinner together, nope, no matter nope, what. No. Nope. Nope. Yeah, me neat. Or not I, to like, that extreme. I've never dated anyone who lives in the same city as their family. That's true, too. Maybe that'll happen for you. I hope not. And you become their daughter, you know? No, I don't need that kind of pressure. The mom will pull you aside and be like, Robin, I consider you a daughter to me now. Sounds... I love you. <laughs> I just, yeah, no. I've, I've experienced that mm-hmm. with like the mom. Like, the mom's not fucking you, though, just so we're clear. Oh, no, no. Okay. But Stop like, playing with that fucking transfer, bro. Stop telling me what to do, bro. Well, you just want to eat a fucking foot-long sub on this podcast in the, while we're doing it? Oh, my God. It's an, it's an auditory-based thing, bro. Dear dating a mama's boy, <laughs> this is a lot to observe, but realize that you can't do anything about it. What are you looking at on your phone? I got a text message and I was worried that it was from a person who was mad at me, but they're not mad at me, so it's fine. Call them out right now. (laughs) Tell them you love them. It's fine. You will do best to stay... Oh, yeah. The relationship between mother and son is strong. You'll do best to stay out of it. When you and your boyfriend are alone, tell him that you have noticed how much his mother tends to him. Isn't isn't this like a, a Patrick Bates thing? No. The guy from Psycho. Okay. Have you seen Psycho? No. The whole thing is about like how he's like a mama's boy in that movie and like he lives up on the hill with his mother and his mother's very controlling of him. That's how you make a psycho. Yeah, and then at the end he like pushes his mother down the stairs because he can't handle it anymore. Yeah. Sounds like, it's, like I just, yeah, men are fragile and they need their mamas. We need we need a mama and then as soon as the mama's like not around, we need like a, like a, like a wife or something, you know, mm-hmm. constantly shifting. You will be, you'll do best to stay out of it. When you and your boyfriend are alone, tell him how much you know so much his mother tends to him. You can also point out that you hope that if you two decide to build a life together, you would like to share responsibilities, not assume the role that his mother has played. That's a weird thing to say to someone when they're 23. Oh yeah, my mom packs me lunch, you know, when I go to work, because you know, I work like nine hours a day and I'm very tired. Oh, well, if we're married, I'm not doing that. I would. That's an intense thing to say to someone, isn't it? I'd just be like, I'm not going to make your lunch for you. I'm not asking you to. But I feel like they're implying that he kind it's of It's weird is. to presume that he, they would want the same treatment from the mother, though. It's a classic Gor- case of Gorian where, yeah. he, like, where, where you defend the guy so much no. that it's clearly just because you, you see yourself in him so strongly. Mm, mm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, You're a mama's boy, and and I love you, my mama. I know you do. Someone said to us last week that <laughs> we gave them vibes of like mother son. <laughs> like you was my mom. Don't you remember that? Don't even compare yourself to the fucking angel that is my mother, you disgusting bitch. And then we talked about how we do this bit in public, it's and not you yell a bit at me in public. <laughs> oh, Dare you compare yourself to my mother? Nor would you want any children that you have to feel that they should rely on you to do everything for them. It's good to plant these seeds now, since they will likely crop up again if you choose to stay together. 
Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's talk about our future life plans <laughs> while we're fucking 22 and dating. Oh, yeah. 22-year-olds love to do that. 22-year-olds who are dating think that they're together forever. It's a fact. <sighs> it's a, they, they do. Is it? I don't think so, dude. I think everyone's just kind of like having a good time right now. I think there are... That's why we invented Tinder. There's specific people who when you meet someone, you're like, this is it. This is the one. Mm -hmm. And all they do is like they talk about like when we get married. I don't know. You ever uh, date a guy that was like that? You want another one? No. Um, Have I ever dated a guy... That was like super into like, oh, I can't wait to get married or like does like the future planning thing a lot? Yeah. What would they say? Like children's names? No, but it was like... All the time, like, whoa, when we're, like, 50, this blah, blah, blah. When we're 50? Yeah. Jeez like, Louis. Like, when we're married and, like, fully thought that we were... Like, bound to be together forever. forever. I think that's a big sign. Isn't it? Hell yeah, it didn't work out. Like, you're planning that far ahead, but, like, you're not even really planning, like, in the moment what you want to do. What can I say? I'm very appealing and people just are drawn to me and wanna... And I don't understand it whatsoever. Yeah. All right, do you have one? I do. All right. Um, Let's end on a good note, shall we? I mean, we'll when do you have to bounce? Oh shit! It's six fifty. When you're doing Danita's podcast, I eh? have to go do another podcast. I have to be there at seven thirty. Oh shit! All right, let's do a quick one and wrap it up. Okay. Um, this is another dear Wendy. Is that okay? Hell yeah, dude. Okay. <clears throat> I've been married for. F oh, maybe it's a lot like the one. Oh, well, this can be our theme. Yeah, fuck it, dude. Okay. I've been married for 41 years and dated my husband for three years before our marriage. One more time. I've been married for 41 years and dated my husband three years before our marriage. We've been together for 44 years. Wow. <clears throat> I am 60 years old and I am afraid to live on my own. I'm a housewife. I have two grown daughters and one granddaughter we raised from birth. Wait, so they met each other when they were 17? Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Oh, dude, you just were like... Oh, you don't think people can be together forever? Like, you're doing it right now. long. 40 is 20 when you don't quit. <laughs> um, I have two grown daughters and one granddaughter we raised from birth who is 21 and still living with us and going to a community college. Their granddaughter is 21. They have grandchildren? Who's 21. Wow. Wait, but they're only like 60. Yeah. Holy shit. My husband is a very negative person in every aspect of his life. He is going to retire in about two months. And she has, wants some money. And has put him in a very angry mood, which I understand. It's a big decision for him to make. It is also, it's for me also. I just can't live with his anger and negativity anymore. I love him, but at the same time, I can't stand him. It's like how I feel about you. A part of me wants to leave him because he makes me so unhappy and is making everyone else uncomfortable when they are here. By everyone, I mean our daughters. Our granddaughter, whom we raised, just doesn't like him. I don't really want to leave, but I just can't live with his anger and negativity anymore. I don't know what to do or think. Signed, over it after 40 years. That reminds me of that Dane Cook bit about um, like negative relationships. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, why don't you just leave? And it's like, I can't. My CDs are in his truck, you know? <laughs> just get the fuck out of there, bro. What are you doing? You're fucking miserable. You're 60. You ain't got much longer left. It's kind of true. I just go and, like, yeah, just go and bone a bunch of dudes at the Legion, you know? Mm -hmm. What's the Legion? That's where all the old people hang out. It's like for In Toronto? Vets. No, it's like in every city. It's like a small town thing. Wait, is the Legion the name of a place or just like a, like a social area? Like where cougars hang out? It's like a, it's like um, 
Is like there a, one in New Brunswick? They're all over the place. They're in every fucking small town. It's like a play, like a community place. People have weddings there. They'll do like fundraisers. Like a community center? Kind of. But old people bone? No. <laughs> I'm so confused about what the Legion is. I can Google it then, Gorian. I'm over it. I can't believe you don't know what a Legion is. What would you... So you think this woman should just up and leave? I do too. Yeah. I mean, come on. Let's... Let's be real here. But he's so negative. Probably just like, maybe tell him that he's being a dick. What kind of man that's two months out of uh, retiring is like such a fucking negative Nancy I know, bitch she's about like, it? She's like, he's retiring, so he's he angry. He can't stand it. Like, what the fuck, to bro? Me, you I'm can do like, whatever the fuck you want I'm now. I'm like ready to retire. I was, I was going to ask you, do you have retirement plans? Yeah, as soon as possible. Me too. Like, I don't know. You could just wake up and... Go anywhere and do anything. I and stayed with my mom's friends when I was in Ottawa, and they're retired. And then I worked in their kitchen and and watched them through. Oh, they the do. Day. Honestly, it was amazing. They like woke up at ten, mm-hmm. nuts. And then like he has a like a dark room downstairs where he f- does photography. Fuck yeah, bro. And then she just kind of like she would like tidy, and then she'd read a novel and like go shopping. I was like, Dude. yo, next time you go to Ottawa, we should shoot some film and then get him to develop it for us. You'd love that. That'd be fucking sweet. Yeah, man. Um, what would be your hobby if you were tired? Just writing? Yeah. Would you try something new? Like what's something new that you'd be like, eh? Uh, I would do any, if I was like this age and mm-hmm. physically fit, mm-hmm. I would like do all kinds, I'd mostly travel. I would. I really want to try like golf. I've never golfed before. Yeah. I was at a driving range, but there's something about the whole idea of like a little car drives you around 18 holes, and you kind of just drink and smoke a cigar and fucking hit a ball around. And it's like a, just a really what I do around here is like I just ball things up and try and throw them into holes. Why don't you you pick like up hour. golf now? You're not- it's an expensive person's hobby. I was looking at like golf clubs in Toronto and like I got into like a little kick I'm like let's see what like what's the most fancy golf club I can find you know it's probably so crazy it's nuts and I don't know I can probably just like swim around the barrier and get onto the shore of this golf club I was looking at <laughs> you know golf at nighttime or something give me a discount oh dark golf then you get really good that glow and dark mini putts a thing just yeah go do mini putt every day I don't like mini putt people love mini putt I don't get it I hate it I'm too good at it it's boring. See, I hate it because I'm bad at it. Also, because people kind of like lose interest like three holes in. Like, oh, okay. I don't like like go like meeting up with a group of people and like for a very going specific to, event. Going to thingy. do like an activity like that's too much work for me. You wouldn't want to come to like Laser Quest with like Tommy I, and the boys. I did do laser tag once. If it requires once. once in my life, yeah. And I was like, it's fine. But I I also didn't have to do like any planning. I hate. When you get in a message like, we're going to go like do this thing and like, here's the plan. And everyone's like, oh, I can't do this day. Yeah, I'm give like, me a specific time and place and that's it. And I'll say yes or no. I that's like one on one. I love like, I'm having a party. Come over. Yeah. I might. Yeah, there you go. Odds are I won't, but I might. <laughs> but I'm just like. Especially because people suck at planning. Like I tried to get like a, a softball league going. That sounds horrible. Because oh, I thought I'd be like, fuck yeah, we can play softball every Saturday. I throw it up in the chat. Half the people reply, and then it's like, all right, well, if we we need to get the money in by X day, and it's kind of just like wishy washy. Yeah, people are too willy nilly. And, and then after the date, everyone's like, Gorian, why didn't you? Wh- are we still doing this? And I'm like, I tried. Yeah, no. You really need someone that's like their whole thing is like they're one of those people. It's like, all right, let's do it, Robin. Yeah. Robin, are we doing this? All right, Robin, I'll let you know. Like they're like, all right, yeah. you coming? You know, like I need I need that person in my life to get me to do anything. Mm-hmm, not this like. 
if the person like instigating the plans like well you know it's so laissez-faire it's never gonna happen yeah so Maybe that's why it didn't fucking happen with me <laughs> that's what that means right i have no idea but it was funny when you mm-hmm. used it um let's what's the the response yeah, let's do that and wrap this bitch up your confusion is clear and the most important thing you need to do is get clear about what it is you want do you want a divorce or separation? Would you be willing to stay if your husband and or relationship changed? Obviously, you cannot change your husband, which I'm sure you know after more than 40 years together. But it is possible for him to change, especially now that he's retiring. I wouldn't expect the change to occur quickly or necessarily at all, but often when people experience a big life change and retirement is certainly among the biggest, their temperament changed too. Maybe his career has been especially stressful or draining, or maybe just the idea of retirement has been so scary or nerve-wracking that once it's over, he will begin to calm down. Or maybe he won't. Two things I suggest. Counseling for you as individuals or for you as a couple and time apart. If you can afford it, I think your husband living in his own small apartment, well, this is too much. At 60, you should still have 20, 30, even 40 years ahead of you. You're too young to be resigned to a life and partnership that leaves you so unhappy. It's time to move on and forward, whether that's on your own or with your husband in a relationship that is different than what you've had. You had your childhood and then you had your many years raising a family, both your children and then your granddaughter, and now it's time for your third act. Make it count. Make it for you. This is your time. You've taken care of everyone else. What will you do to take care of you now? That sounds like like a movie trailer. I read that every morning when I wake up. <laughs> this is really, your time. This is my yeah. It is my time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Is like it's so depressing when people are like, "I've been married for forty years and I'm unhappy." I'm like, dude, you get one fucking life. Mm-hmm. You get one life. Mm-hmm. You're gonna wake up every day. You're getting older and older like, and older. Why are you're you over the halfway point? Why are you not taking action? It, oh my god. These are the type of people that like buy i don't know like a costco multi-pack of like something well and they don't like it but they got to finish eating it because they bought it well you can just get rid of it you just, just get rid of it throw it out eat it but don't i eat. bought it though and i gotta finish it oh my god i'm all about i'm all about making the changes i'm all about taking action yeah if it's not making you happy it's not worth your time to deal with it fuck that all right let's wrap this boy up let's do it where can people find us badvicepodcast.ca no one left us any emails this week I was let's keep really, it that way no email us um, well we're gonna come back from like a three week hiatus aren't we we're gonna have 600 things in our inbox hopefully um, Podcast on Instagram we're on Facebook we're on Spotify we're on iTunes we're on Google Play Google Play we're on anywhere we're on we're on the tags that are like along the sides of t-shirts that come right at the waist that like why is it fucking there and if you cut it it just really sharp and it keeps digging into you the entire time (laughs) and they're really long for some reason like they're two inches long but you know what you you can't rip it off that's where we are you can find us there right there um what are you most excited about new brunswick for um the ocean and the fish hell yeah dude bring me back some of that fish be stinky but i'll try can you bring me back something though for real yeah i will I'll bring you a present all right can i open it on the podcast yeah all right sweet okay you heard it here folks you get a present for gorian and robin gets jack shit that's right all right okay we'll see you next week hey gorian i'm not don't say it i love you i'm coming <laughs> 
them killed the shizzins way before I started rapping. Frying up these fellas, better call up Colonel Sanders. They be fucking acting like they really test what happened. See them scurry off and run the second we gon' hit the stands. Call me Peter Pan. Maybe cause I'm fly or just so high up off my ego that your boy gon' never land. Never had a plan. Aiming for the green like I was sitting some azaleas and chilling with the plants. The stars don't shine the same way.